Hi guys, welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season six, episode 20, the one with mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. It's Joey Tribbiani for mac and cheese. Well, I guess it's not technically Joey Tribbiani for mac and cheese just yet. No, that's Um, true. Aspiring. I want to start this off with a really important question. Okay. Do I like mac and cheese? Yes. I'm very hungry for it right now, now that you mentioned it. Well, it it is mac and cheese related, but I was going to say, can you describe in detail the best mac and cheese you've ever had? Oh my gosh. Um, no, I can't remember the <laughs> best I've. <laughs> Maybe just a, what, a, a top a top contender that comes to mind. Yes, I was gonna say um, I can't remember the best I've ever had mac and cheese wise. I do remember, so I I can't describe it, but I remember um, that restaurant we went to in Vegas that Francis recommended. That was oh. like southern restaurant with like. Fried collard greens and mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember that yeah. now. I just remember thinking it was good, but I don't remember anything about it. But my actual answer is um, I we make our own mac and cheese um, mm-hmm. every so often, like from scratch, cheese sauce mm-hmm. and stuff. And there is a food blogger. Um, it's Recipe 10 eats it's a weird it's a weird name but it's recipe 10 t-i-n and then eats like all one all one url and Mm -hmm. she's got a baked mac and cheese recipe that we do Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like hit or miss sometimes i'm like oh it's kind of like dry kind of like whatever i made it last week and it was just so tasty Mm, we put some fried onions in it Ooh, nice i think that's the trick to baked mac and cheese is like something else in there and also a really nice crispy top yeah, definitely. Ooh, I love what about baked yours? mac and cheese. Um, I do love ma- baked mac and cheese. I had a really good mac and cheese at a wedding last weekend. The food was really oh. good, but the mac and cheese was like very yummy. But recently, well, in the last year or so, there's a really good ramen place in Nashville called Otaku Ramen. And it's one of the only ramen places locally that will actually let you take it to go. Like most of them make you... They won't let you oh, take yeah. it. Yeah, they're like really frou-frou about it. But they give it to you with the broth separate from all the fixings. So they actually let yeah. you take it to go. And um, this is when we were still in lockdown. So this was like last year. But um, they we ordered ramen for pickup. And I impulse ordered the uh, hatched green chili mac and cheese as a side, you know, pasta on the side of my pasta. But yeah. I was like, well, we're home anyway. It'll get eaten. It was so good. Like, it, it towed the line of being, like, spicy and flavorful. Um, but still, it wasn't – sometimes I don't really like um, too creamy of mac and cheese where it's, like, soupy, you know? Like, yeah. I don't like yeah. globs of cheese sauce, but I don't want it to be really dry. It just was a really good consistency, and the flavor was so good with those green chilies in there. Oh, yum. All right. Um, well, we'll go when yeah. I come visit. Yeah, you will. Uh, <laughs> so that was really good. But I okay. So if you had to eat, if we're talking like from the grocery store mac and cheese, do you want Kraft Blue Box Blues or do you want Velveeta's shells and cheese? Velveeta shells and cheese all day. Oh, see, I think Blue Box all day. Are you talking about the kind that comes with the powder? Yes, powder versus yeah. sauce. No, I like the sauce. Your sauce. I was okay. Do you remember? I'm staunchly you remember in college. Powder? I I remember I this make, about you. Yeah, and I would I would buy the kind that like came with the, like dehydrated broccoli bits, but then I would add my own broccoli to it. Like yeah. I'd steam up some broccoli and and I would just like yeah, I could just eat a box of that. Yeah, I don't like the the cream sauce as much. I don't know why. I feel like they're both probably terrible for you. And now that I've oh, learned yeah. how to make my own cheese sauce, it's actually not that hard. It's still not great. I mean, it's like butter. Um, right. But, <laughs> but um, I had a, I have a feeling if I – I think I actually bought some powdered Kraft mac and cheese a little while ago mm. just for like the nostalgia. And I was like, no, this is not good. It tasted like cardboard. But oh, um, we I think love that's because I haven't had it in so long. Mm probably what I'm gonna have for dinner I'm gonna be honest um <laughs> it's 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 likely it's very likely I feel like often my food choices are um influenced by what we talk about on the podcast nights 
Yeah. Because it's oh. different when you're just watching it on TV. I'm like, ooh, that looks good. But then we move on. But when you and I are talking about it, we Chatting just keep about elaborating. It. Like, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, sorry. Hold on. Need to need to set up a Postmates order really fast while we're on the phone. This um, isn't going to help you. But last okay. night. Um, so you, I've been watching a lot of MasterChef Australia because mm-hmm. um, New Zealand is in lockdown right now. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and it's so wholesome and cute because they're all like it's just rando regular people like one guy's a kindergarten teacher one girl is a pharmacist like they all just have like normie jobs but happen to be really great cooks um there's a bunch of like stay-at-home moms on there and it's just great and so um there's a youth pastor which is really funny um and so they and they all just like are really happy for each other. You know what I mean? Like they're all so excited. The judges are really like nice and encouraging. They're not like snobby food critic jerks. Yeah. Um. So I love watching it. But the other day they made these like slow cooked beef cheeks um, on one of the episodes. And I think that that must have influenced Ben because um, uh, yesterday or a couple days ago, um, the delivery driver came and delivered stuff. And when you're in lockdown, that is like the most exciting thing. And Ben was like, oh, is that my delivery? And I was like, your delivery? I had ordered us a bunch of craft beer um, and didn't tell him. <laughs> oh. And he had ordered a bunch of meat from a butcher and didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah. So we have all this like nice oh, sausage and love. lamb and beef. I know. I was like, so we've got like meat and beer to like tell the cows come home. But he ordered beef cheeks. and we Well, the cows these... won't be coming home, Ashley, because you're eating all because of them. Because we're eating them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yes, yeah, so we had slow roasted beef cheeks last night and they were so good. So uh, That's funny. what I think we're I having for dinner. I had so never good. ever heard of cheeks as a part of animal we're going to eat. I'm not exaggerating until this month. Like we were in, really, we visited Matt's family. I mean, I don't eat meat, so it's not like I'm like reading up on the types of meat I can eat. But we were visiting Matt's family, and walleye. I don't know if you've ever had that. It's a fish. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a lake fish, but it's very common in North Dakota. It probably was in like Chicago too. Um, but everyone's like, oh yeah, the walleye is so good. Walleye, walleye, walleye. And we went to this restaurant on, there's like a river that goes through Bismarck where he grew up. And um, we were going to go out in the boat with some friends. And they're like, well, there's a really good restaurant. We could take the boat out, go to dinner. So take the boat out, we go to dinner. And they're like, oh, we got to get the walleye cheeks here. And I was like, walleye cheeks? And I'm like, are we talking like face cheeks or like butt cheeks? Because either way on a fish. On a fish, yeah. I don't really know where he's got cheeks you know and they were like no it's like face cheeks it's just like that front part of their head I was like okay um and then we went somewhere else for dinner or somewhere I don't know and they had slow roasted pork cheek and I was like what is it with the cheeks all of a sudden like it's like a new cut that everybody's trying to pedal um I had it's not it- new <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> maybe new to North Dakota. Maybe um, new to not to vegetarians. Yeah, I remember eating it in Chicago, like whenever I lived in Chicago, which was six plus years ago. It wasn't my last day there. So yeah, it's, um, look, I don't know. It's good. I, d- I think they did do a fish cheek on MasterChef and it isn't like you, you and I's cheeks on our face. It's like somewhere else on the head. It's considered like the cheek plate or something like that, but it looked really good. They do a lot of fish. Anyway, I'm starting to get really hungry, so maybe I should move <laughs> on before I have to pause to get a snack. Okay, we can pause on the food comments for now. Um, so this episode of Friends, the one with mac and cheese, I, I don't know if it's the first type of episode like this. But it's what we in the biz call a clip show, mm. where you take clips annoy from your audience. existing, yeah, annoy your audience with clips. And what's kind of funny is um, the guys I work with, we do, we make videos because that's our job. And <clears throat> we were trying to do a cost, both cost and time effective episode of one of the little series that we do 
and someone said, well, what if we like looked back on other, you know, things we've done in the past? And I was like, so you mean a clip show? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, because when those are on like shows I like, I usually skip them. And they were like, oh, great. So this is a, a great idea. <laughs> basically. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we kind of just have to do it because we don't have time or money, but, let's but that's do the best why we you can. do it. And everyone but that's knows why that. you do it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, it just is what it is. Like we need it. We need content and we don't have time or money. So clip show it is. So basically we like talked about some things and we will have our editor fill in the blanks which is essentially what the friends crew did for this one do you know do you know what people well at least me as an audience member love though um what? i don't like clips shows because it does feel like oh you guys just didn't have anything new to do this week or whatever um but i do love like what are those called where people talk about like the behind the scenes type stuff or when it's like the actors or the directors or whoever talk about what was going on in an episode while the episode's happening. Do you remember they used to have that like Oh, like a director's video? commentary. The commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I do I feel love like, that. Yeah. See, and I feel like that's kind of the same thing is like you just use it. You just use stuff that you already had. But if the but then you learn cool stuff about it. And so that yeah. is almost quite similar. I guess it probably does require a little bit more of whoever, either the director or the, or the lead talent or whoever um, mm-hmm. but it has a different, um, it has a different, like it's received differently by audiences than just a clip I show. I agree. And I actually, I think for friends that would have been a great move. Um, it wouldn't work for what we were doing because what we're doing is more of like a how to kind of thing. But so we're already kind of narrating what we're doing in the original. <laughs> it just be us talking oh. over us. Oh my gosh. Which, speaking of, have you watched yes, the Bo, Bo Burnham? Burnham? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite ones. His commentary on top of his commentary. Was that was funny. so funny. Oh, no, that was a really, really um, brilliant. Um, oh, hey, so you mentioned good. before that you didn't know if this was the first clip show um, or the clips episode. It's not. And I okay, want to I know if so. you can guess what oh, the first one was. Gosh. I can tell you what season it's in if that is the clue is that you Is it season want. three? No. Oh, season two, it is, it's a Ross and Rachel thing. I know that. It, it is a Ross and Rachel thing. You're right. It's, it's not, not the season one with two, the list. though. No. Okay. Is it season three? No. I already said no to season three. Oh, okay. Um, season one. No, you're getting colder. Why don't you just tell me? Okay, it's season four. <laughs> okay. So think about um, season four and Ross and Rachel. Yep. Oh, and Rachel, You're gonna get is, it. is it when Rachel is trying to figure out that she figures out that she still loves Ross? Um, Isn't that season like one or two? No, because she goes to stop him from marrying Emily. I just didn't, couldn't remember if it had something to do with that. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I think I blocked it out. So it does have to do with Ross and Rachel. It is pre her going to the wedding. Okay. Mm, I don't know. Nothing's coming to me, but as soon as you say it, I'll remember. Okay. It's the one with the invitation. (gasps) Yes. So it is kind of her, I guess in a way it is kind of her realizing, because she, you know, it was the whole like, should we send it, should we not? And it's basically just a recap of their whole relationship leading up to that point in the show. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I remember it now. I remember being annoyed then too. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Thankfully, there's Um, not too many more clips episodes. We are going to get to one in next season. Actually, like there's one in every Tulsa. season from here. Yep, that's season nine. Yeah. We're going to get to one every season from here on out. So they really needed a break there's that week, I guess. There's one in season 10. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I forgot about this one. I'm looking at a list, was. obviously. Do you want me to just read them? Well, let me see if I can guess any of the other ones. Okay. Um. There, Yeah, there's the one in season 10, but I can't remember... Is it when they go to the new house? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's called the one okay. where Chandler gets caught. But I can't remember. <gasps> oh, yeah. 
I can't remember what they are montaging there. Um, I can't either. I haven't watched season 10 in a long time. Yeah. Well, we'll get um, to it. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, I can't remember the others either. So in season seven, there's the one with the vows. Oh, yeah. I, that one's And annoying. that's right. Because they are like, they don't want to like tell lies in the vows, but it's kind of like how they met and got together and all their friendship. Yeah. Um, season eight, the one with Joey's interview. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then that's all of them. That one, Tessa. I feel like, mm. makes the most sense. Yeah. It, it's not annoying. And it doesn't... Because it goes with the plot line. Whereas these ones, I feel like they're just reaching... They could have made yeah. a plot line here. Yeah, I agree. So, whatever. Maybe whatever. All the they actors don't just needed us. a break. Maybe. Um, okay, so one funny thing that happens kind of throughout the course of this episode is well, I guess it only happens twice, but Phoebe kind of brings it up a few times. Joey and Phoebe are reading before Joey's going <laughs> to audition for this. And she is being very dramatic. Don't worry about me. I'm just a machine. Save Save (laughs) yourself. Funny, though. And she's just really feeling herself. She's feeling herself. Yeah. She's like, I am so good. (laughs) I was acting my ass off. Um, (laughs) And when he leaves and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be over her. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. And then they cut this out, but when um, Joey's like, okay, I'm going to go. Wish me luck. And Phoebe's like, good luck, good luck. We always you good luck. Oh, yeah, And, that's like, right. looks at him really intensely. And then he's like, okay, thanks, bye. And then they cut this out, but she goes, wow, if I could dance, I'd be a triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. It's so funny. <laughs> and then at the very end, when Ross jumps in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's being all dramatic and phoebe is also being dramatic but then they're just like talking each other up (laughs) it cracks me up and then joey's like okay that's enough see you later (laughs) and then phoebe's like he's holding us back ross is like totally (laughs) it just reminds me of like i guess there is something about phoebe that i love like her overconfidence based on nothing Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like her guitar playing and anything really like that. Yeah, <laughs> she just like dives right in, and I just kind of love it. This one is a particularly like her funny. making her own shoes. <laughs> yeah, pretty, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, it is really funny to watch her like really shine. Um, and so since this is all a clip episode, and the whole premise is. Yep. Joey has an audition. He misses said audition. He doesn't get the part. He gets another chance. He misses wait, it and wait, he gets wait. it. Wait, did you what? say he not? You said he misses the audition the first time. Oh, sorry. He doesn't get the part. Then he misses his chance to re-audition because the other actor yeah. doesn't get it. And yeah. then he ends up getting it. So Our very long, drawn-out way attacked for- <laughs> by dog, not flowers. Not flowers. Um, yeah. it is a very drawn out way, which, which could be like literally one scene, like a not important scene. Um, I feel like they could have taken him to the audition. Something funny could have happened there. Like, I know, yeah, we're, I know we're just trying to save too. money here, but you're right. Like, well, this is a really important thing and it, it's turned yeah. into a clip show. I don't get it. I was going to say, when you said it like could be one not important scene, like, on the contrary, this is huge. This is, like, maybe because they knew mac and cheese wasn't going to – maybe it's because, like, it wasn't like it was Days of Our Lives or something like that, and so they weren't going to um, make it a big thing. But, like, for Joey to get the lead in you – know, or be auditioning for the lead in his own series, I feel like that should be really big, and it could be something where the other people just have funny little side stories or whatever – um, but yeah, which is literally Poor every show. other episode of Friends. Exactly. You know, um, so the normal formula. Mac, yeah. Machiavelli, otherwise known as Mac. Mac. And cheese. He's a computerized, humanoid, electronically enhanced secret enforcer, a.k.a. 
cheese. <laughs> Did they Very cut this clever. out when he when he goes lucky that that worked or something like that? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I really lucked out that it spells cheese, and Chandler's like, yeah, that is lucky. I don't think they cut yeah. it out, but maybe. Oh, maybe I was just not paying attention. Maybe you were sleeping. Doesn't sound like me. <laughs> maybe you were bored in this episode. Um, but uh, so he's nervous about it. Can I stop you for a second? Sure. Um, I want to just go back to the computerized humanoid blah, blah, blah (laughs) that spells out cheese. And I was just thinking, um, I was, this reminds me of something that happened to us. And I can't remember if we've already talked about this or not in the last six episodes. I don't think we've told our computerized humanoid story. So (laughs) probably not. Okay. No, I was just thinking about another time we were involved in something where it was it's it was an acronym that spelled out something. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tell the story. Okay, um, I'm so like, I don't actually know where you're going here. Renee and I used to be in, um, like, there was a class in high school, and I can't remember what it was called, TV production, and we were the ones that put on... <laughs> like the morning news for the students. And I don't know if everybody else had this in their high school, like a 10 minute, 15 minute news show every morning. Maybe very informative. I was going to say, is that normal? It it kind of, it would be, it'd be like, this is, we've got a basketball game tonight. There's this other thing going on. I think there were a lot of other, I think a lot of schools had the morning news. Ours was 15 minutes a day, which I think is pretty. Yeah, it was quite long. Yeah. Um, the only and other I, reference I have is in the movie Drive Me Crazy. They definitely have a really amped up TV production. Ours had like, there was like the like different crews for different days. They had their own theme songs. There was like graphics. That was where Renee and I were. <laughs> there well, was like a we sports were sequestered segment. to the least graphics necessary. one and two. Um, there would be like, you'd like have to go out and do little like reports and they'd play little like clips of that and stuff. I don't know. It was just like, it was a really cool like way to kind of learn journalism, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, it was, yeah, anyway. Um, it, and it was always like the either like attractive people or funny people, right? That were like the ones mm-hmm. doing it. And so some of our friends did a news segment where they wanted to celebrate somebody. It was like our senior year and everybody was getting acceptance letters from different colleges. And they wanted to celebrate somebody getting accepted into the Florida University of Common Knowledge, um, which is not a school. Not a school. You can, if you think about the acronym, you can imagine what that says. And so they had a cake made that said Florida University of Common Knowledge, like, but like going down the cake vertically. So well, that it was Scrabble lovers out there. So, so they like, these guys like got a cake made from a grocery store, took it to a local park, filmed like having a little like celebration party um, with this cake. And then they were uh, like, they were, they had like done, filmed the whole thing, edited it, had it approved by our TV production teacher who was such a bitch um and but i just liked them for whatever reason and hated renee and i and made us be graphics one and two but whatever ashley's and, not bitter don't worry guys <laughs> and so they were about to like they were like running it through one last time and it was like about to go on air that day and we're all sitting around watching this clip before it like i think it was like they were like rendering it to like load it up onto no, the no we would do a run through of the show before the show oh and so that's where we saw it we had to watch through all and make sure all the cues were right like make sure that's the teleprompter right. was working yeah that's right and so they're playing this and we're all like watch like sitting around watching it and i was like I just realized in my head what Florida University of Common Knowledge spelled out in the acronyms. And I was like, oh, that's F-U-C-K. And like, I thought it. And so it came out of my mouth. And obviously, like, the TV production teacher hadn't realized. And she was like, huh? Oh, wait a minute. You guys can't play that. And so it got pulled. And I'm pretty sure to this day, those guys are still mad at me about it. But I maintain they totally would have been expelled, I think. They probably would have. But what's funny to me is that because (laughs) they repeated the story 
millions of times <laughs> throughout the rest of our senior year. This is how it sounded when Ashley said it. Too bad that spells F-E-C-K. Because if I was a Hermione. Too bad that spells. Yes, but that's how I... That's how I see the scene, only because that's how it was repeated. How they so repeat it is that like many times I was trying to get them in trouble. Yes, that I too bad. So sometimes whenever too I think about spelling, spells. yeah, whenever I think about spelling, I think in my head, too bad that spells. Oh my gosh, it was really funny. Cheese. Too bad that spells cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Joey. On this very lucky coincidence that the show is called Mac and Cheese, what are the odds, really? <laughs> um, he's going to audition, and he's been, like, practicing with Phoebe, who's just really, really good at this whole acting thing. Um, <laughs> but Joey's starting to second-guess himself, and he's like, I don't want to get my hopes up. It's probably not going to happen. I just don't know if I'm good enough. And Rachel's like, you're a terrific actor. And he's like, do you really think so? And then we start our first flashback. Do you want to hear my notes for this part of the... Yes. Ashley told me when she watched this episode, she was dozing off. So I'm really interested to hear her notes. Oh, no, no. These um, these are crystal clear. Here's my two <laughs> notes for this section. I dislike Rachel's extensions. I dislike the montage. <laughs> uh, so no, Okay, up. moving on. <laughs> Too bad that spells... <laughs> Too bad that smells. So they go through all of the different uh, bad acting sections yeah. that Joey has. I think my favorite is his smell the fart acting. Only because... His smell the fart acting is pretty good. It's pretty good. And because the face he makes when he's showing the, the guys is exactly like t- like identical to the face he makes when he's doing it on TV. It's just really good. It's very good. I do like when he sings Freud with an exclamation mark. I don't like when he sings Freud. It is weird to me because I don't know what he's singing about. I even I've reached that point in my uh, geriatric nature where I watch everything with the subtitles on. Have you have you made it yet? I've been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I've just started. I was like, man. It's a bummer to me when I can't get these things to work. I just, it's nice to read the TV when you're watching it, you know? I know. Um, I just didn't think it would happen to me, and yet <laughs> here we are. So I'm like watching the words, and I'm like, what is he singing about? Like, Freud's a weird guy. So what is he singing about? I don't know. Okay. I don't think I so want to f- know. Do you know? Yes, I was a oh. psychology major. Of I know. Of course I know. <laughs> You took one psychology class twice. <laughs> I did give up a career in psychology to become a change manager. Same thing. Anyway, because um, it's organizational psychology. Um, yes, I can give you the very quick. So Freud's okay. whole thing, Freudian psychology is based on your subconscious. And the whole subconscious thing about it is that every... Basically, every little boy secretly is in love with their mom and wants to kill their dad. It's like the whole Oedipal complex thing. Okay. And and like not secretly, but like even unbeknownst to you because it's your subconscious. Right, right. And then subconscious to every female is that she's actually in love with her dad and hates her mom. And so that is supposed to explain the whole like tighter bond with the opposite sex parent. But then... Um, it was this whole like, okay, well, wait, but how do you, so then the whole like idea of the subconscious kind of had to be filled out and that's where you get the id, the ego and the superego or like the three different parts. And there's like, okay. which one's on top and that's supposed to like explain how people are. Anyway, um, psychoanalysis is a Freudian thing because it's all like, okay. Oh, you didn't know this, but it's in your like subconscious and your psych. And so, like, I can't remember oh. if hypnosis was part of his thing or not. But basically, Freudian psychology is completely like not at all. Like, he's maybe he's called the father of psychology. And like back in whenever he was doing his thing, like it was very a very 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 unknown. He was basically like a breakthrough psychologist. And before then, it was sort of just like junk sciencey kind of. But okay. modern day psychology, at least my school of thought, is like that is all garbage. And they like because of his the way that he used to conduct his research. So he basically just like all of his patients were like 
um, well-off, middle-aged, bored housewives. And Mm -hmm. he would like, so those were his like, quote unquote, case studies. And then in his own life, they found out. So like, obviously, there's like not a good sample size, not a good variety of people there. And then in his own life, his dad, I'm pretty sure remarried. I don't remember if his mom died or they got divorced, but he, his dad remarried this like young, hot stepmom. So like, sure, he probably had a crush on his his stepmom. stepmom. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So life imitates art once again. And then the whole, like, the whole all you want is a, his whole thing basically was saying that, like, women just desired to have a penis. Like, that was truly what they actually wanted because. what I was worried he was saying. Yeah, that was the whole, because that was his other whole thing is, like, women just, like, it's a power thing and you just wish, like, that's why, like, everything being a phallic symbol, like, that's quite Mm -hmm. Freudian. I don't know. I'm probably, um. I'm probably summarizing it way too much. So if you're out there with like a proper psychology degree, I've got a bachelor's and then moved on to org psych. If you didn't so anyway, give up a career in psychology did, to become Yeah. If you're a, a Freudian manager. psychologist, honestly, it's like, it was just like at the time it was considered like, oh my gosh, these breakthrough findings. This is, and now it's like, what? No. <laughs> so that's what he's talking mm-hmm. about. That, yeah. Penis envy. You've heard that before, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's a Freudian thing. Okay. It's garbage as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Yeah, that that checks out. Thanks. That checks so out. So I just think it's funny because of him trying to dance around and sing yeah. with like his weird accent. Anyway, that's that montage. <laughs> it it is a montage. There is Freudian psychology. We don't like it. Dislike don't like extensions, any of it. dislike montage. <laughs> End of podcast. Um, so Joey comes back from the audition and he says it's down to him and one other guy. Uh, both of them are good. One is the allergy guy who's always being chased by big flowers. Ross loves that guy. <laughs> and then Chandler's like, what are you doing? And he's like, what? Dude, Am what I are you doing? <laughs> For once, I feel like Ross doesn't get defensive. What am I doing? <laughs> um, and so they're kind of talking about like pressure at work. And Joey's like, you guys don't know. Like, you don't this understand such a the thing, pressure. isn't it? Like, and I get it. We all have our own things and it's all relative. But it is funny when people are like, no, 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 no. You guys, you don't understand. And you're like, okay, this is just obviously the first time you've dealt with this type of pressure. So it's like the hugest deal and you think yes. nobody else knows. But yeah. I think but the then, only people who can probably say that are like surgeons because you're someone's life literally hangs in your hands at the moment. I feel like being an ambulance um, person would be so stressful because not only are you like somebody's life hangs in your hands, you don't have like all the tools you need to do your job and you have to right. like get through traffic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's true. So really it's anyone in the, the medical street. profession, I feel like yeah. when you're actually <laughs> yeah. like saving lives, the rest of us have probably more stressful times, less stressful times. They're just different types of stress because the situations are so different. Like your work stress and my work stress are very different because our work is very different. Um, but I would never be like, Ashley, you don't understand production. <laughs> Ugh. Well, um, and to be honest with you, like Ben's type of job he was in before was very seasonal. And I used to be like, oh my gosh, I could never, like, that seems so tough. Cause it's just like, well, it's like during season, you're working seven days a week, you're on call, you're, yeah. um, but then I realized that I do project work. And so I was like, wait a minute. So like I'm called in for projects and they're always finite amounts of time. And it's always like go, go, go. We have to meet these deadlines. And I was like, I'm the chump. I don't have a downtime. (laughs) Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is like everybody's job is stressful in one way or another. And like, and you only know what you know. So which is what our next montage shows us. Right. But I don't doubt that auditioning for acting roles is stressful. Like I wouldn't want to do it. Oh, that seems, you know, it seems stressful in a different, because it's so personal. You have to like, yes. You have to basically put like have all of your hope and you have to just nail it every time. You can't have a bad day. You can't be feeling kind of sick that day. Um, Can you imagine like if your whole life was job interviews? 
No, exactly. Like all the rejection Awful. and for such trivial things too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I just, I can't, no. Because of how you look being uh, a major it, one of them? It's basically Woof. like, it's basically like Tinder interviews. Your whole life is Tinder interviews. Oh, I just, woof. no. Mm-mm. Too tough. Um, and so then we go into like everybody's worst work jobs, work worst work situations. Do you have a favorite worst work situation? We've got Ross's yes. sandwich. We've My, got no, that he did that to himself. <laughs> What's your favorite? My favorite bad work story is poor Monica. I know it was only like I know her, like hers wasn't. You know, like Ross lost his job because of it. Rachel's was like lost her promotion and had to go do that for however many like months slash year of her life. But um, Monica's because that one is just it, it's almost kind of similar to the whole um, audition thing where it's like mm-hmm. she has to go cook that salad for that guy to try to get a job at the restaurant. And he is just the most disgusting creep on the planet. Gonna slice him up real nice. Ugh, yuck. Um, what He's about gross. yours? I think that's my favorite too, but I do also love Ross freaking out about his sandwich. It's you just do? David Schwimmer in his prime. Yeah. Oh I yeah, I love David Schwimmer for it. Ross is. A oh bit yeah, annoying Ross is that. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> love the David mistake. hate it the Ross. It happened to anyone. <laughs> uh, what, what? I said, love the David, hate the Ross. I just wanted to make sure we got that recorded. Oh, I don't hate Ross. I just that that moment is such an annoying moment. As as a Ross head, My I just never thought I'd hear sandwich. it from you. It's funny, but it's yeah. Um, yeah, I think Monica's is the best one. It's I also love Rachel. The best. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, call okay, me when you get this me. message. <laughs> uh, um, and then Chandler. I answer other people's phones when I don't live there. Bing <laughs> is hanging out with the chick and the duck. Well, in Chandler's defense, he, I think he did used to live there. And so it's probably I know, just I'm, reflex. I, I actually don't think there's anything wrong with it. If I was at your house and you weren't there, I'd answer your phone. If there was no answering machine or caller ID, you know? Yeah. I mean, he has a machine, cellular Chandler telephones. forgot. Yeah. Right. Um, It'd be like if the, if the doorbell rang and you were at my house, you'd answer it. Yeah, like that's kind of, totally. I think, the present day. Yeah. I'd expect yeah. you to. Um, he tries to take a message on the Etch-A-Sketch, and the audition's been moved from 5 to 2, which is obviously earlier. Mm-hmm. And then Monica opens the door <clears throat> and knocks him in the face ruins with it. the door. And ruins it. And she's like, are you ready? We have to go. And so they leave, and Chandler does not finish ye old message. <laughs> oh, Chandler. Um, and then later, I love this part. Joey's like, man, can you imagine playing foosball if there was a life-size version of this? How crazy would that be? <laughs> Chandler's like, as crazy as soccer? As crazy soccer? as soccer? <laughs> Oh, and so Joey gets the the call and he's like, what are you talking about? The edition's not at five. Well, I didn't get the message. Who did you talk to? And clearly it's Chandler. And he like tries to save face and is like, what? You didn't get it from this chicken scratch? That um, honestly, I know that it was a like genuine mistake on Chandler's part. But like if that was me and I was Joey, I would be devastated. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, if I were... Joey, I'd be pissed. And if I was Chandler, I mean, I don't know. It would be, I would feel terrible. Oh my gosh. I know it's an honest mistake, but like, it's a biggie. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, And so then he's like, this is the worst thing you've ever done to me. (laughs) Oh boy. And he's like, but everybody can make one mistake, right? And then they flash back to all the times Chandler screwed over Joey. (laughs) And I think the worst one has to be when he kisses his girlfriend and secretly loves her. Yeah. I I still have a hard time with that one. 
Me too, because that was just Chandler being very selfish. And very like selfish. To, to Joey, who is such a loyal friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I... And I, yeah, okay, I don't want to get into that because it's not, we've already dissected that quite a bit. We've but, already um, dissected it. I'm with you. Yeah, I think that's the worst for sure on Chandler's part. And then Chandler is like, well, you're not perfect either. You've definitely made mistakes. And then we see every time Joey has screwed over Chandler. <laughs> Except this how all healthy relationships go. Yeah, although like... <laughs> Joey's what were his again there was like he accidentally he like got into the entertainment unit and they were able to I was trying to make a sale yeah I feel like that's like that's different right like that well I mean I get that like what Chandler did just Mm. now with the whole forgetting to write the thing down that wasn't malicious or on purpose and same with Joey but like kissing his girlfriend is different than like accidentally getting them robbed yeah. I actually think the accidental robbery and the accidental message miss yeah, are kind of are... in the same, like, this is yeah. truly a mistake and, like... With devastating I, consequences. Yes, but, with devastating yeah, yeah. consequences. It doesn't mean you're not responsible for said consequences on your own. You know, you have to, like, take your own responsibility for it. Um, but you can't, like... I mean, you can be upset with somebody, but I don't know if you could be mad at them because they didn't, like, try to hurt you. So... There's that one. And then the, probably the funniest one is when he sets Joey up. Joey is like, well, you have to come with me on this date because she's got a friend. And it ends up being Janice. 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 <laughs> oh, it's so good. Her little pink and again, sweater and her Chanel earrings. Oh, I love it. Again, though, like, yeah, he didn't do that on purpose. It just happened. <laughs> But then he did get, I guess, a bit selfish when he wouldn't let Chandler and Janice leave the date, and he decided to yes. leave with Mitzi and their three chocolate mooses. Yes, three chocolate mooses to go. To go. <laughs> um. Oh, and then I would say this is nobody's fault, but everybody loses when the tailor who took advantage of Chandler. Oh. That's how they do pants. <laughs> In prison. Yes, it is. In prison. Um, And then Chandler goes to Monica and Rachel for cheering up. And Monica cannot let sleeping dogs lie and keeps making suggestions of how to be a better message taker. This is one of those things where I'm like, don't be like Monica. Don't be like Monica. Don't be like Monica. Yeah, she can't just let it go, huh? She can't just let it go. And and then Rachel kind of says, you know, the most important thing is that you forgive yourself. And he's like, I kind of did. And she was like, uh, already? Pretty, already? That was really terrible. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> really bad what you did. Um, And then Rachel is like, you know, you fight, you make up. And it's just how the, the way things go. And so then we get to see Rachel get in arguments. With Ross, one of my favorite arguments of all time. 18 the, pages front and back. Uh, such a good one. So good. Y-O-U-R-E. Apostrophe. And then when, I don't even remember what they're fighting about, but Monica and Rachel are fighting and Phoebe like grabs them by the earlobe. I think that one was the, um, it was the, because she's like, you you sold me out. And it was when oh, Rachel Jean-Claude went on Van a date Damme. with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And then yeah. it was handbag marinara and then the sweater right. and then the flicking and then the, yeah. That's right. You're totally right. I was like, I can't remember what that's from. Um, Have you ever like gotten in physical fights like that with any of your friends or your sister or anything? My sister and I would like. A little bit hit each other sometimes, but not much. Like a couple smacks and then it would end. I remember um, when I was really little, little, my sister scratched me once, like quite bad, like broke the skin. Um, but she's so much older than me that we didn't ever really get in that many like physical. Like I've, I don't remember ever with that. And then I can't ever think of like with my girlfriends Mm-mm. ever like getting in, never. like. No, like I've never purposely ruined something of yours, like the handbag marinara or like how she like flicks her and then Rachel basically like 
tackles. I'm like, oh my gosh. I know. It's very aggressive. Um, Yeah, no, my sister and I, I feel like we would like smack each other's arms a couple times, but that's like it. We never got actually into a fight. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then they have Joey and Chandler getting into the fight with could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> um, which is just still hilarious. So good. And I loved who did they? Oh, it was Matt LeBlanc in the reunion. They had him come out wearing yeah, all the clothes, right? Yeah. Uh, was I was so thinking good. it was Bieber, but Justin Bieber was the potato. <laughs> he was Spud Nick. Or the Holiday what Armadillo. No, he was Spudnik. You're right. No, he was Spudnik. It was Cara Delevingne was the Holiday Armadillo. But I liked Bieber because he just like did this weird like dur, 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 shuffle. Yep. And it was just yep. so funny and strange. Funny. And David Schwimmer when they were like Justin Bieber. And he was just like, what? So excited. Like, they were so starstruck themselves. Bieber over, like, fever. Was, it was so funny. It was funny. In the reunion episode, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, which of course you do, if you listen to this podcast, you're obsessed. You've more seen than the reunion are, probably. at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Chandler comes over to try to apologize, mm-hmm. and oh well, they have like a flashback of them missing each other, listening to All by Myself. Oh yeah, with the with when he Joey moves out to the other apartment. Yeah, basically they just sample that montage for another montage. It's a montage within <laughs> True. a montage. Oh my gosh, double dipping. Yeah, really double dipping. I hope the editor got paid double time for this because he had to sift through a lot of footage. Um, Joey or Chandler comes over with some uh, apologetic pizza, and. Uh, he gets another message that <laughs> and doesn't he answer like, why do i keep doing like, this why do i keep doing this <laughs> and allergy actor attacked by dog <sighs> not flowers man and that then apparently pizza sounds so good i know i just thought the really? same thing i was like maybe i should have pizza tonight yeah we're just hungry have pizza I, I think we are <laughs> um what time is it where you are it's 5 15 p.m. It's 10, dinner. 15 a.m. See, so it's like early dinner, early lunch. I think we yeah. just both need pizza. 10, oh my gosh. 10 a.m. pizza Speaking is a of, bit much. Well, not if it's cold. It's perfectly acceptable. It's true. Um, This is funny. Early lunch made me think of this. When we went to visit Matt's family, his parents' anniversary was like not while we were there, but like a couple weeks after. So we're like, we'd like to take you out to a nice dinner <clears throat> for your anniversary. They were like, oh, that's nice. Okay, so what if we do, like, an early dinner? And I was like, okay, like, what time? Um, and they were like, maybe, like, two or three. And I was like, that's a late what? lunch. That's like, that's lunch. not that's an like early lunch time. Two yeah. or three? That and is Sunday like, well, roast. I know. I know. That's, like, when I eat Thanksgiving dinner. But yes, that's late exactly. lunch. Um, but then they were like, well, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do that. What if we went to breakfast? And I was like, okay, so just not really looking for the dinner vibes. So we went to breakfast when the place opened at 10. Why didn't they want to eat dinner at, at dinner time? I don't know. Oh, there was one place that they wanted to go, and it wasn't open on Sundays, which is when we were going. Oh, I see. They weren't open that whole day. So when we looked that up, we were like, well, let's reevaluate. We were going to do quote-unquote early dinner aka late lunch but we ended up picking somewhere else and they like that they like their brunch there so we did that instead but anyway that just made me think of that um so Chandler writes the message on the edge of sketch and then he runs around New York looking for Joey every sandwich shop (laughs) I everywhere they sell sandwiches the coffee house Ross's um and then Joey does his whole I can't believe this and he gets all mad. And he's like, well, you could say congratulations because I got the part. And then Chandler lobs Chandler. it back with, I was really worried. And Joey's like, you really not faking it? I was just mean. And he's like, we could do this all day. He's like, we really yeah. could. <laughs> so they hug. And then they play this song that Ashley's been singing. No, do they? No. That song you I thought really was from the duck montage. hold on me. Oh, I thought you were talking you about that the... one too. When did I sing that one? 
looks. Oh, didn't you? I was singing. Oh looks no, you were like singing. We made yeah, it. that's right. That's the duck. Which montage. I told her every time she starts singing that song, I think it's going to be the Shania Twain song. Looks like we made, we made it. it. Look how far we come, <laughs> my baby. Oh, Shania. Um, oh, Shania. <sighs> yeah. So there's no love lost between Chandler and Joey. Or wait. No, that's not what that means. Um, there's plenty of love between Chandler and Joey. They've yeah, all made up. It all ended. Joey okay. got, and Joey is gonna be a big TV star on a big that fat lucky TV star. That lucky title, Mac and Cheese. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. It is exciting. The content for Joey. Yeah, for Joey. It kind of reminds, the level of quality, we're not in mac and cheese land yet, but once we see it, it reminds me of seeing that clip of that show Matthew Perry was on that they showed oh my God. in the reunion. Yes, also the, like, speaking of the reunion. LAX 2045 or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was like LAX 2021 or something. And it was like. Which is now. Aliens working at LAX airport and like. Not very good futuristic costumes, you know? And I feel like Mac and Cheese is about the same level of quality that that show was. <laughs> Obviously not his big break. But yes, very, very low budget. I was thinking it reminded me of um, one of those, I can't remember the name of it, but like one of those tween slash teen slash young adult TV shows from the late 90s, early 2000s, where they're like on a spaceship and yeah. they like slide through those tubes around the spaceship. It's just very, very <laughs> low budget yeah. is basically what I'm trying to say. Very, very low budget. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, well, we're going to find out more about Mac and Cheese yes. here in the next few episodes. Um, there's lots of fun to be had with this high quality and high tech TV show. Um, yeah, join us next time so we can hear more about it. Hopefully we will have had mac and cheese by oh, then. Yeah, maybe we'll need to go and do that pizza. Now. And pizza. <laughs> and whatever else we need to eat. Um, and join us next time for the one where Ross meets Elizabeth's dad. Oh, yes. Can't wait. Classic. Classic. All right, can't wait. See you guys then. Bye. Bye.